I'm doing pretty well, thank you. Yeah, I really appreciate your time. You know, people enjoyed the interview we did so much in the summer. They said, you got to get Phil Esposito on again. So I'm glad to have you on again. So you <laughs> you, you, you got a following still in Edmonton, Phil. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's good. That's, that's all right. That's too cold for me now. Oh, it's not too bad. We just put a jacket and a toque on, right? <laughs> I guess so, yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the summer, we talked about your golf game. Are you golfing year-round? Are you still golfing in December? I do. Yeah. I play twice a, twice a week. And uh, with the same group, we have a lot of laughs. and We have some fun. We're not that serious about it. and That's the way I like it. Good stuff. Hey, uh, we got Tampa <clears throat> Bay thring, uh, swinging through the west here. They're going to play the Oilers Tomorrow night, uh, you know, it was t- huh? tough about a month ago because Steven Stamkos went down with a, with a long-term injury. Phil, how, right. how, do you, how do you see the Lightning dealing with uh, life without Stamkos? He's obviously a pretty important player. Well, they've got to deal with it. Uh, this is the third year in a row that Steve has been hurt. The first year he broke his leg. He was gone. The Lightning did pretty well. The second year he had the blood clot when we went to the finals. And you know what? The team did pretty well. They fared okay. Last year, you know, we went to the, I guess, the conference finals, lost to Pittsburgh in seven games, and Stammer came back. Stamkos came back and played just the last game. But he wasn't 100%, and there's no doubt about that. But, hey, listen, you've got to deal with injuries in, in this game. And there seems to be more injuries now than ever before. Um, and... Uh, the th- thing that surprises me is these guys are supposed to be in such great shape. Why the hell are they getting hurt all the time? So what do you think's happening? You think that the stars are getting picked on? Do you think it's uh, no? The I personally think on? it's the equipment. Yeah. I personally think it's the equipment. That's what I think. I think they got too much of this equipment that is is lethal weapons. You give a guy an elbow with that elbow pads, he's going to be gone. You hit him with your shoulder. In the jaw, he's going to be gone. And there's no doubt about that. And these guys are much faster now because there's no interference. You can't interfere in a guy. You can't hold him up a little bit. So they're just going faster. And they're bigger. There's no doubt about that. They're bigger. And, uh, you know, nobody's going to tell me that Cornway couldn't skate as fast as some of these guys, without a doubt. And so could Bobby Orr. So could Bobby Hull. I can go on and name a few more guys. But for the most part, all these guys have to skate well. And without the interference and without and with the equipment they got, everybody blocks shot. I showed my grandson my shin pads that I wore when I played, because I still have them. He said, they look like paper mache. I says, well, that's right. I said, when we blocked the shot, it was by accident. Because the goaltender, we didn't ask him to skate. So, we scored. The goalie stops it. That was the way it was. So you don't remember, were there any guys who prided themselves on blocking shots when you played? Well, yeah. Donnie on the Bruins, Donnie Aure, Gary Doak used to block shots, and they did a good job. They did a real good job of that. They knew when to go down. I remember Al Arbor. I played against him a little bit, Al Arbor. Um, and he dropped shots, all uh, block shots a lot. There were guys, but they knew what to do, when to go down, how to do it. Everybody just gets in front of everything now, and that's all right. It's because of the equipment, and uh, you know, 
but they get hurt in the ankles and every place else. Yeah. Well, Ryan Nugent Hopkins broke his hand blocking a shot last year for there you go. the Edmonton Oilers. And, and, and you know what? The other thing is the sticks. Those sticks, yeah, they make you probably increase the shot, would you say, maybe 10 miles an hour faster? Mm-hmm. Maybe even more. I don't know. And then they break. They break at the most inopportune times. I just bought my grandson six sticks, cost me $1,800. I said, what are you kidding me? I never bought sticks before in my life, (laughs) except for when I was a kid. Uh, I mean, where does it stop? Where does it stop? I don't know. So how long would a stick last, or how many sticks would you use in a season when, when you played for the Bruins and the Rangers? If I used six, it was a lot. Really? Yep. Wow. Because I had a Northland Pro. It was as heavy as I could get it. It was, uh, the shaft was pretty stiff, and the blade was as big as I could have because the blade was more like a goaltender's blade than a stick because my idea was, well, I handle the puck maybe 70, 80 times at a game, and I get maybe three or four shots in the game. So I felt uh, I'll take away from the shot a little bit because if I put it on a certain spot, I don't give a damn who the goalie was. He wasn't going to stop it. Right. And uh, so all I had to do is shoot at about 80 miles an hour, 70 miles an hour, and he couldn't move quick enough to stop it. So all these things, for me, that's what I thought, you know. The, and with the puck, the way it bounces now, it even bounces more now than it, it, than it did before. So... Um, I don't know. The game is so much quicker, though, for sure, than when we played. And these guys are talented. Yeah. They are talented, boy. Phil Esposito joining us tonight. I mean, we got one of the most talented guys in the league. We get to watch night after night, Connor McDavid. I know. You're a lucky guy. I saw him him at the World Cup, and I, I was impressed by the way he went through the neutral zone. There was only one other guy that I ever saw go through the neutral zone that quick, and that was Bobby Orr. And um, this kid Carlson that plays for Ottawa goes through that neutral zone pretty quick too. But this is that first time I've ever seen a, a forward that can go through that neutral zone so quickly and turn on the speed so much. He's a heck of a player. He really is. Um, maybe turn out to be one of the greatest ones and. Here you go. Edmonton gets another one. Well, we were lucky to win that lottery. Connor had a bit well, of a... Well, you had it for six years in a row. <laughs> hey, only four out of six, Phil. Slow down. <laughs> oh, well, excuse me for that. <laughs> if you didn't finally pick the right one, Jesus. <laughs> hey, uh, Connor had a bit of a... Of course, a... though, Ray Charles could have picked Connor McDavid. Well, that's oh, a good... What is it, Laney? Patrick Laney for Winnipeg, yeah. He's a pretty good one, too. Did you see him? Matthews. Did you see Line score in his own net here in Edmonton last weekend? I did not. Oh, I heard about it. Yeah, that's a tough one. <laughs> tough <laughs> one for the kid. We've all done it. <laughs> oh, you ne- you couldn't have ever done it, Phil. I did it in an All Star game what in happened? overtime. Oh, what happened? I put it in the net beside behind Billy Smith and our own team. And then after Billy says, "What the hell are you doing back here?" I said, "I don't know." <laughs> Just instinct, eh? You just shot it in? No, I deflected it. Perfect deflection. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, at least Billy didn't slash you. At least maybe not at that, no, that game. No, well, it was an all-star game. And 
at least we tried in an all-star game, not like they do now. Yeah. Uh, I just want to ask you, McDavid had a bit of a, uh, a showdown there with uh, Brandon Manning for the Philadelphia Flyers. There's some bad blood between those two players. Was there a guy who always got under your skin or bugged you when you played or was just a real agitator? Everybody on the other team <laughs> bugged me. Okay, everybody. Didn't make a difference. Uh, look, some guys are one of those guys that do that. that I remember Terry Harper, who played for Montreal and then Los Angeles. He used to aggravate me all the time because he would always clutch and grab and hold on. And uh, that that would aggravate me. But, nah, you know, the guys did what they had to do to play, and if you couldn't handle it, then get out of the game. Well, and there's a lot of talk these days about star players. Are they protected? Do we need more fighting coming back in? And are they targeted? I mean, I'm sure... Well, you're, wait a minute. You're never going to get more fighting coming back in with helmets, face guards, and all that other stuff. You're not. So uh, protect them? No. They've got to protect themselves. That's just the way it is. I, I don't agree that you're protected. Now, years ago... There were the, the the tough guys that would protect. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was no doubt, but they were allowed to protect themselves. You're not allowed to protect yourself now in the game. If a guy comes charging at you, in our day, you put the stick up, and you made him meet it. You know? Nowadays, you do that, you get the penalty. So what do you do? Your natural reaction is to turn your body. And when you turn your body, what, they nail you, and bingo, you go into the boards. Why don't they allow the guys to protect themselves? I don't understand that rule. I'll never understand it. Yeah, for sure. Phil, you've been very generous with your time. It'll be fun watching these two teams go at it tomorrow night, and I hope we can do this again down the road. It's always great to have you on You got it. Okay, man. No problem, Reed.